Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we should we uh, should we commit to doing like a night voice, kind of like you know, just kind of sexy and what we think is sexy. Welcome to Next Up NXT Nights. This is Ridiculous Nicholas and over there, Kyle. Yeah. Sorry, I said your name for you. How, how's it going this evening? It's going, man. I I like this night. I like recording at night. I know it's a little late for uh, for the fans. They're like, why isn't our new Next Up episode up yet? It's usually up by oh, man. 8 p.m. on Fridays, but... No, not tonight. They're refreshing, they're refreshing Anchor, they're refreshing whatever app they use to listen. Yeah, most likely Anchor, because Anchor Probably. is the best app you can, you could even dream of. It's so easy to record your own podcast. Did you know that? It's Yeah, I, I knew, I know, firsthand, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, well, yeah, uh, it's, in a, it, it's, it's next up NXT Nights. We're recording late at night. Uh, my cat's looking at me like, why aren't you in bed? Kyle, why why aren't I in bed? Uh, because we uh we we got uh we misunderstood times today. A lot. I think. Yeah. yeah. I was like, hey, what if we didn't do it at at six and we do it at two thirty? You said, Yeah. And then yeah. uh three o'clock came and you, uh, I don't know. I spaced out. I spaced out completely. Uh, yeah. I was I was you know, my brain had already really liked that five o'clock number and I guess really latched onto it. But yeah, uh, at any rate, here we are. We're talking about NXT. Maybe it's a little bit more of a chill, calm, relaxed atmosphere, but we we do like the show. It was a good episode. Yeah, I really had a good time with this episode. I think there were a lot of really important character moments, uh, character building moments, story building. And we'll get into that soon. Um, what did what did you love this week? Oh man, what I loved about wrestling. Yeah. Uh, what yeah, about I'm your say, cat? I, I, you know what? I'm gonna I'm just pulling this out of thin air, but uh, I'm gonna go with the Coffee Brothers and uh, Wolfgang from Next Up NXT UK. Oh, what did they do? Uh, you know, they're just uh, for me an effective uh, group of bruisers over yeah. there. Okay. And and they stand out. And Fabian Eichner also. So let me just say NX, NXT UK is my thing I love because Fabian Eichner showed up there too mm. and had a great match with Mark Andrews. Well, that's cool. Oh, man. I love Eichner. So I need to, man, I really need to catch up. It seems like you caught up on uh, Next Up NXT UK. No, I didn't. You know what I did is I just started watching what's on now. I didn't oh, okay. worry about going back and catching up. So I just yeah. watched one episode from this week yeah it was great well cool uh what i loved about this week (laughs) was dakota kai and uh oh man her ability to show like such growth with a character um she can beat shana now she knows it uh she got so close to beating shana and i just i really love that and we'll talk about it um, but also it sounds pair- like you're a believer. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a believer. And yeah. I love the stable that they're building with Kai and EO and Kyrie. Like when I first saw the picture of Kai, EO and Kyrie, 
I thought Kai looked out of place. And then I thought about the water bottle incident and I was like, okay, well, the hatred for Shanna's there. But I still wasn't buying her her part in that in that stable, but I completely buy it now and because I love Dakota Kai and I'm happy to see her being used. And if they use her in a stable for like a superhero good guy stable, that really fits her. And I think she fits well with them. So yeah, I really I love that building. I love what's yeah, happening she's... right now with that. It's it's good, and she's getting across like her anger really well yeah. uh, in in this. So this yeah. match this week was was no exception. Yeah, yeah. My, my love was all in NXT related because that's I I wasn't able to go out and watch other things right now. I know I like that uh, Kenny Omega is having a documentary on HBO soon uh, that comes wow. out in 2019. Um, yeah, that kind of got leaked. And I'm really, really excited about watching that because he's my favorite worldwide wrestler. He has been for a while. So a whole documentary based on him is going to be super great. Awesome. I'm excited about it. So yeah, um, definitely looking forward to that. Also, I, I wanted to mention at the top of this show mm-hmm. that there is a WWE Match of the Year collection on the network. Oh. And uh, there are 36 matches on that list and it's just all matches from this year and it really shows you how many great matches there were uh, but 11 of those were NXT related. Yes. I was going to ask if they were all main roster. Good. 11. Wow. That's yeah, a lot. Which is huge. Yeah. It's really yeah. big representation. Uh, so a few of those I wanted to mention TakeOver Philadelphia. We had Aleister Black versus Adam Cole. Extreme Rules. Yeah. We had the ladder match for the North American title from TakeOver New Orleans. Uh Almas versus Gargano. Oh yeah, for the title. Was that this uh, right year? Uh, yes. Oh my yeah. god, dude, that seems so big, long ago. Yeah, no, wow. the list is insane. Like, if you add the main roster stuff to it, it's just absolutely crazy. So, um, go check out that. Those collections are always really good. So, yeah, you know, if you want to watch good wrestling matches, they're uh, there. Before we get into the real recap, I also wanted to mention something too. Um, and it's related to our sponsor. So I'm not going to read a whole copy right now, but we do have a sponsor. It's Any Day Rosé. You can go to their website, anydayrosé.com, put in promo code ANCHOR, and you get 15% off. But anyway, we're getting our package of Any Day, and we were thinking about doing a um, a watch party. And when I was looking on Facebook at what they had available, because you have to use available videos from whoever you're watching, which is WWE, they don't have a lot of NXT stuff up there. So I was thinking we'd do a countdown, but we can't really do it because they don't have a lot of stuff from this year. But what I would suggest and see if you want to do this is we do our top five indie wrestlers that we want to see on NXT next year, like a wish list. So I come up with five um, and show you five matches of the guys I like. You come up with five and you show me five matches while we uh, drink any day rosé. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. That sounds fun. Um, I want to try this, what looks to be a very refreshing alcohol beverage. Um, in a can, in a can. Absolutely. Uh, I, you know, I like all kinds of alcohol beverages, so, um, I can't wait to speak on behalf of this one. I'm excited. And it's brought to us by a personality we've seen on NXT before, right? That's true. So that's that's true. Um, Yeah. Yeah. 
Let's see here. You're, you're speaking, of course, of Pat McAfee. Yes. The name I yeah. completely blanked on was hoping you would say. Well, you yeah. know, I, I, I thought maybe you had notes of something, you mm-hmm. know, but yeah, he's nope. he's been on the uh, NXT kickoff show and had some really fun interactions with Adam Cole yeah. in particular. Um, yeah. Wouldn't mind seeing those two interact more. So, yeah. Yeah, it's exciting. It's, it's a great, it's a great connection. NXT, next up, NXT Knights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did we have first we had uh let's get into the episode it was a good episode like we said at the top uh punishment martinez mm-hmm. and matt riddle was the first match right i think that's right that check. seems right yeah no me. that that's that's correct and uh i i was kind of surprised to see punishment martinez because i heard or i guess i had read that he was signed but i hadn't yeah. uh we hadn't talked about it on the show so um but this was an awesome match, I thought. Yeah, it was a very good first showing for Punishment, especially for someone like you. You're familiar with Punishment, right? Because you knew his ROH run. You saw that he was a recent champion on ROH, right? Correct. Uh, yeah, I've seen him. I'd, I'd seen him wrestle before. But I thought, with I think being in there against Matt Riddle, also yeah. it being his NXT debut, uh, this was the best Punishment Martinez match I've seen. Oh really? Well, like ever, huh? I uh, well, I I but I haven't seen a lot of his matches, so don't. I, I mean, put it in perspective. But uh, okay. I just thought it was it was excellent. I've never seen him before. I've never heard of him before, and I don't remember anyone talking about him on Squared or anywhere about him being signed. Uh, so him coming out and getting that pop and people chanting for him, like I had to pause the episode and kind of look him up, and I watched a few of his uh, ROH matches before continuing the NXT episode just to see who he was and like why this was monumental for NXT. And yeah. man, he's like his promo's okay, but he's very intimidating looking and he's definitely got that punishment look. And he definitely has those moves where he could just throw it like he does this uh finisher where he jumps up in the air while he's like holding your neck and he slams you down. That is that's brutal. He's cool. He's good. a good big guy, and he he was able to make Matt Riddle into a like a smaller baby face in right? this match. Yeah. Uh, so it and it worked out well. And uh, yeah, Punishment Martinez kind of reminds me of uh, like a Baron Corbin. Ah. If we're talking about NXT yeah. guys. Yeah, he does, um, doesn't he? But but maybe a little bigger and maybe a little bit more imposing. So I'd say yeah, I think more imposing for me for sure. Yeah, he uh. Got that sinister look going. Baron didn't have really a sinister look, like a sinister face. No, and he's, yeah, he's not, he's going for, uh, I, I think they saw that in him that he's just the jerk, the asshole. Right. So yeah. they've, they've made him into the boss's pet, um, which works for him. Yeah. But yeah, he was originally like his lone wolf character was more like what we're seeing with Punishment Martinez now. So it is fun to see people like end up where they need to be character wise. When <laughs> when Cassius Ono showed up at the end when Matt Riddle's going up the ramp. Yes. And Ono does the spin. Were you thinking he was about to fall off? It looked like <laughs> he almost lost his footing and almost fell off the ramp to me when he did the spin because he had to, like, you know, lose his co- eye contact for a little bit. Yeah. I was afraid. No. 
<laughs> oh sure no yeah i was not i was not at okay. any point i didn't but i wasn't maybe i didn't notice uh something there oh, okay yeah um, maybe it was just yeah. a weird i don't know it, he didn't trip 100 percent, but it wasn't fluid enough for me i thought i maybe. must have i you know i must have just been totally distracted by his beautiful hair flowing yeah. in the wind as he spun <laughs> yeah. around yeah i'm sure that's I, it yeah i i'm okay with that feud i didn't think i'd be okay with the feud going on that long but i i kind of like it and i like ono being a heel you know i it's weird how all these people that i didn't really have interest in that were very skillful and i saw that they had talent i just didn't have interest in as characters as soon as they go heel i'm like a hundred percent in with them and ono is one of those it gives you easy stuff to latch on to for sure yeah yeah uh, if you weren't if there wasn't something there for you in the baby face character. But um, yeah, I did back to the match real quick. I did want to yep. say like this match felt innovative too. I, I just wanted to mention it, it wasn't just big guy against smaller guy. Like it, it felt like their offense was really unique. Um, but yeah. yeah, I agree with you about the feud with Ono going forward because we could still see, we didn't really get to see a, a match. Yeah. 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 Punishment. Like, he um he didn't look weak after this match. It wasn't like so I didn't know who he was and when they announced punishment before I heard the pop, I thought it was just going to be a squash match and I was like this guy looks intimidating for a squash match and then I watched a few of the matches and then he like put on a lot of offense on Riddle and it was just a really strong showing for him. I I'm really excited about seeing how who punishment fights next. I don't think it's going to be a Riddle. They wouldn't do a two man feud, would they? Like There's no punishment. way to know because we didn't get any. Yeah. Uh, like he wasn't connected in what happened after in, in any way. That's so true. So we have no. So yeah, he'll just. Uh, we'll see. He'll okay. show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm excited about that. Um. Yeah. Who was next? Who do we have? Oh yeah. No. This was like. Oh my god, dude! This match made Umberto and Mendoza my favorite tag team right now. It was Umberto and Mendoza versus the Forgotten Sons. Oh, you're talking about the next match. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Um, yeah, great match. And uh, yeah, I want to hear what you have to say about it. But I did have a question because we got a real close look into Riker, uh, his crazy eyes. And you are a critiquer of crazy eyes. So yeah. I wanted to know what you thought about Riker's crazy eyes. 100% perfect. He doesn't blink. He knows. Okay. He he's a man of acting. He you can see him on what was that movie that I watched with uh oh my god, now I'm gonna blank on the movie. Anyway, he was in a recent movie. It's on HBO. God. I can't even remember who's in it. That's awful. Um For my money on the crazy eyes bit, it's gonna yeah. go with I'm I'm gonna go with Ric Flair. Ric uh, Flair. Yeah. You think Ric Flair has crazy. the best crazy eyes? Best crazy eyes. For me, for me personally. Really? I would have never uh, thought yeah. Ric Flair as crazy eyes. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, uh, get get real excited, Ric Flair from the 80s uh, yeah. with, with blood on his bleach blonde hair. Um, oh, okay. Sure. I could see that. Yeah. Crimson mask. That makes white, sense because they used to cut, white cut themselves eyes. a lot back then. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. No, I, I Mendoza really... and Carrillo, uh, they did they entered to some cheers against the Forgotten Sons, but yeah. their style uh, against the bigger, more imposing 
Blake and um, Cutler. Yeah. Well, it they're so very, fast, it was man. Very effective. Like they're the fastest team out there, I think, and fluid too. So fast, fluid, and not just like their movements are fast, but their pace—the pacing is really yeah. fast. It's just it's nonstop. So a lot of these matches, guys will have really good signature moves, and I've written this in my notes a lot, um, but I I don't discuss it because I didn't have anything strong to put behind the thought. It was just things I've noticed where in New Japan. We'll just go there for a second. It feels like when people do their signature move, they are able to string together a combo of moves where the signatures look really cool, but there's it's nonstop action. So like they'll do a signature, they'll do some regular uh, small attacks, and then they go into a medium attack and some more signatures, and it's all strung together really fluid. Here, you'll get a signature attack from one guy and then the other guy does a signature and they just trade signatures back and forth. And there's no like fluid combination until you get to maybe a takeover or something for big matches. And I kind of miss that com- the combos. And Umberto and Mendoza have those combos and they do it so well. And they play right, off and of they one combo another. off of each other and yeah. uh, have a lot of good tandem offense. Yeah. Um, but excellent Excellent. Uh, the Forgotten Sons w- end up winning in like really brutal fashion, which was right on. Sure, and rightfully so, right? I mean, they need yeah. to. That's what they're being built. They can't lose at this point. I think that would be bad for them. Um, however, mm-hmm. I think they can lose when Riker's not in the ring. Like if they lost to Umberto and Mendoza um, with Riker outside of the ring, I think that's okay just, because sure. To me, You're he's reading the that he's like the the leader and the most the, the most valuable player on right. that squad. And I like that feeling of if Riker's not wrestling, I have no idea who's about to win that match. So, like when AOP took the ring, it was like <laughs> AOP's going to win. Yeah, hands down right. 100% of the time. But when the, um, Forgotten Sons takes the ring, I have no idea unless Riker's in the ring, and I like that. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we show up to watch wrestling because we never know what's yeah. going to happen. Time will tell and we never know. That's right. Uh, um, you did, I, I wanted to run back, and I, I'm sorry if you're needing to record this quickly, but the stakes no. and weights are our friends in the gym. Um, I did want to mention that uh, they've got one heart, but one two heart. souls. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I actually, I really like that promo, and they had some, it was a, a really well-edited promo, too. It was fast, yeah. quick cut, and I liked that they were... Heavy machinery, uh, particularly Tucker Knight, we didn't get to hear much from before, but that right. was that was a good good spot for him. Well, and the way he landed the ending to that uh, promo, too, where he's, like, looking up, out, off, off from the camera, just looking up into the sky, and he kind of ends the promo with whatever that phrase was that he said, like... Um, you can't stop us or something. You really felt like he meant it. And I'm like, that's that's the Tucker I needed. Like that's I feel like he believes who he is now. When we've got some cool tag teams. Yes. I think they're all strong now. I think they've done a lot of growth and I think they're all very strong. And I like They did that growth. They did that growth, man. Got all that steak. That steak really mattered for them. They've been eating right, they've been living right. Yeah. They look good, man. I'm I'm excited. Like this is the first time where I'm genuinely a hundred percent behind every single tag team. I like them all. I love to hear it. Pretty sure. I think that's. 
a correct statement I just said. Um, uh, I, oh, no, go ahead. No, okay. Well, uh, here's the thing. It's mm-hmm. not that important, but Mendoza's baseball slide where he just like yes, I think it was right under um, Cutler. Yeah, and then popped up really quick. That was awesome. You I don't made see that, that note, and I said that it was really crisp. And then yeah. I just said everything is crisp, and I stopped taking notes. <laughs> No, that was one of my favorite moments too. Yeah, he bounces off the rope, goes under the legs, pops right back up. And yeah, I mean, you don't see that move from anyone else. This team, they need to be on I mean, that's TV. that's crazy hard to do, right? Yes. That fast. Yeah. That that effectively. Because um, that if you slowed it down a little bit too much, it would, it would look clumsy. What was uh, the but, other move that they had in tandem too, where like he runs into Umberto, puts his... He, He's running into Umberto, he jumps, spins, so he's looking opposite Umberto, puts right, his right. legs around his waist, Umberto lifts him up, he doesn't slam down, he does a flip, <laughs> and Umberto yeah, ends is, up like hitting the guy too. It's insane. It's a, it's definitely like a luchador style, but, you know, worked into NXT psychology where the, uh, the heels are going to slow down the match. Right. From time to time. Not that that doesn't happen in Luchador. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not an expert. I just watch NXT. Yeah. Um, well, you don't but, see that happen on main roster like Lucha Party, right? Uh, the Revival is not slowing down the Lucha Party. No, they haven't. They right. haven't yet. Yeah. Um, I do know what I am an expert about is the Internet of Things. And Velveteen Dream <laughs> must have some sort of, uh, you know, lighting yeah, yeah. apparatus. I don't know. I um, think he. I think he's showing. This is the second time it's happened, and I think he has some kind of supernatural ability with lights and music. Well, I. I mean, I know that there are there are ways that you can. You know, there's the clapper. Yeah, and you that's can, true. Maybe there's some way to to program that, but um, or it could be magic. He is. <laughs> he seems to be a magic person. Yeah. So this it's possible. This promo, and I don't, this promo was so much deeper than I think anyone realizes because he does something with his character here. Uh, After he does the lights, you can tell that he's just kind of like annoyed to be there until he makes it a mood he wants to be in, which is the lights and the music. But then he tells the reporter to ask him a question. And I'm like... Dream has never, he's never said it like that before. And the way he Why does not? it. No, how do you know that? Because. That may just be how he says it. It it might be, but I want to believe that this was like a character choice in this moment because he made it seem like her question doesn't matter because no one else is here. And he was annoyed that uh-huh. she's asking him a question when no one's around to hear it. Like, and I thought that was amazing for his character oh and he did yeah and anyway that's all i was trying to say was because i i think i would have noticed that before because i pick up on his vernacular very well and this was like the first time i've heard him say it and the way he said it in the context in which he said it made total sense for his character because he's just like your your question doesn't matter, and I'm not really going to answer it. And he never does. Sure. Well, it makes sense that he would he would um you know speak casually to her yeah. in that situation for sure. So yeah. 
Uh, yeah, that was like that was great. I, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I, I love that interaction. And um, I I want to know what the plan is with Dream because I was surprised that he hasn't moved up yet. Um, and I, I oh saw, sure yeah I, I just want to know what that next feud is for him. I really don't want the feud with Champa to be done because that was such a good match, and it was only one match. But you uh, will typically see fewer call ups between like now and Mania, and yeah. then you'll see more like uh, that day, and then the day after, and then the weeks after that, and then there's a bunch when they have the the brand draft or whatever. Right. Um, so when is the there, battle? There's Royale? going to be. What was that? When's the battle royale? Um, you mean Royal Rumble? Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay, I was like, what? Which yeah, you one? know when a hundred of the guys get in in the ring and they just kill each other. Yeah. Oh, but the battle royale. Yeah, yeah the battle the, royale. The pub, the PUBG that they do every <laughs> yeah, year. Um, that's what I mean. Yeah. Uh, Royal Rumble is, I guess, it's in January usually, January or February. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it'll be then, and and then uh, then Mania in March. It's that okay. quick. Yeah. You, because they usually call up someone for the uh, Royal Rumble, from what I remember. True. Right? Well, uh, you know, the Royal Rumble is, you don't, <laughs> if they show up in the Rumble, that doesn't mean they're called up. Oh, so, no, that's true. Like, that is true. You know, so like you can, it's cool to happened. see people, but you never know if it if they're called up or if they're going to be in NXT for a while longer. Because uh, yeah. I think like Adam Cole was... In the Rumble. There, now that you said that, there were a few people from NXT, even last year, that didn't get called up, but they were there for the... Like, Kyrie Sane was right. part of the women's, and she didn't get called up, but, you know, they needed right. bodies and for I, that. I think that's... We'll probably see that in, you know, continuing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. So. I like it. Keep you guessing. Yeah. Well, I want to see more from him. Obviously, he's my favorite, and when my favorite's not there, I get a little sad. Right. But then again, I like. Uh, yeah, I think it's good that Velveteen Dream has been in NXT, and I think it's good. I hope that he stays there. Me too. For a while. Yeah, because I'm selfish. You know, I want to see he's, him. Uh, he's got a lot of hopefully a lot of years ahead. Yeah. Oh, he's young. He what is he? He's twenty four. Right. 25? I mean, just. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um So then we had that Dakota Kai versus Shayna Baszler no, no, no. match in no, the no, non-title no, no. You can't belt. skip one of the most important parts of this whole episode. I skipped something? Undisputed Era's promo? When oh, they were Of course, I had that out of order. Yeah. yeah. They were in an extra safe storage locker where yes. no one could attack them from behind. I when it faded in, I was like, they're not on the playground right now and then Cole Cole goes, did you double check the doors to make sure they're locked? I just lost it. <laughs> yeah, freaking... like he's he's really concerned. Really yeah. concerned. I'm going to call it the fish locker. <laughs> the Well, what's funny is, did you look behind them? Because they had the chairs and that was the cage from their match at War Games. So it was like oh, the truck okay. that had all the materials that made that event. Um, nice. Yeah, it was the gear truck. Uh, yeah. I love the juxtaposition of Cole saying this is their era and that's undisputed with the imagery of just being locked in the shed because they're too afraid. Right, because they're afraid. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's good. Oh, uh, um, God. It's so great. Yeah. And they're 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 threatening EC3 and, yep. uh, you know, Bobby Fish is, he's acting real hard. Um, yeah. 
as oh, these you guys, would if you're in a ship. As these guys do. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, good good stuff. Hansen got the got the shit kicked out of him at oh War my Games, God. apparently. Yeah, for real. And then, uh, what, what's his fit? Roddy made fun of Heavy Machinery. He made fun of Dozovic. <laughs> oh, how, he, how was that? What did he... Oh, if, <clears throat> if you look say? at him uh, when they're talking about Heavy Machinery... He's not the one talking, but in the corner, he does a little Matt Foley uh, little shake. (laughs) That should be a gif because it was really funny, but really short and that can loop. Um, But they've got a lot of those. Uh, They, they, all four of them do a good job of uh, constantly being completely just, I've run out of adjectives because. Yeah, they're mocking, but they're just absolutely... um, You need an L-Y there. Um, They're obnoxious. They're obnoxious. Disrespectful. It's great. Yeah. Very, uh, just just absolutely uh, heelish. Yeah, heely. There you go. Out of words. Dakota. Now we got Dakota Kai versus Shayna, which was just an another like this whole night. This all the one matches took were me so by good. not surprised because I would expect them to have a good match, but I was like, "Oh man, this like match in the middle of this TV episode is amazing." Yeah, no, this felt like a takeover match to me. Like Wasn't they've nuts. had this built up aggression toward each other, at least Kai, because she's been afraid of Shayna for so long. In this match, she shows that she's no longer afraid. I hate that when that's the worst when you're watching as a fan and you feel like that that anger isn't being reflected in the match. Yeah. Uh it's like where you know wouldn't you right out of the box just be like going after that person because yeah. it's so personal and everything. So but th- in this they both did it. They were they were just both embodying that feud so well. Oh my match. gosh. Yeah. And again Shayna and of course is Shayna show- Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, Shane is just showing left and right that she just underestimates everyone all of a sudden. Like, since she didn't used to do this, she wasn't underestimating her opponents. Something happened, and I don't know when it happened, but it was against Kyrie, and maybe it's right when she lost the title to Kyrie that, that one time, not too long ago. I guess it's uh-huh. been a few months. But ever since that loss, she's been underestimating her opponents for some reason. And she, is it because her opponents are Kyrie Sane and Dakota Kai? Like that's that's what she, I see. I see those wrestlers just being the type to be underestimated. Yeah. Like that's almost their role in a match. And probably or play it well. Or is she starting to rely too much on her friends because that's when her friends started showing up. So you know how like could it, be. Could I don't be. know if I'm going to be able to say this clearly or not, but there's always a person in your life or a few people, I feel like, when they're around, your brain will unload certain things, like compartments onto them, um, where when you're not around them, you take that responsibility back. So when her friends, her horse women showed up, she started unloading parts of her character, her brain onto her friends so the, they could the carry mental... that load for her. And now she's like underestimating yeah. her opponents because she has friends there. That the the mental game is yeah. uh is so deep there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that could be it. I, I can't see why she would be doing this over and over again now. But again, she's only had two opponents, I think, where she's been underestimating, like you said, Kai and Kyrie. Uh and or, listen, who won? Who won it, the match? Is it 
the word Kai? She's underestimated Kai and Kyrie. Yep, I'm sure it's that like those sounds together, the consonants and vowels that have, you know, somehow clouded her vision. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's more like, you know, she is a tough fighter chick, and they oh, yeah. are, um, <clears throat> you know, not uh, on her level, and she just genuinely sees it that way, and it's a part of her ego, like she can't see it any other way. Yeah, and so for her to take them seriously, she would be ashamed to even yeah, do that. That's true. So like she has to win. She has to like I used to I don't know. I I was a bad student, but I would like try to see how good of grades I could get without studying and stupid oh, yeah. stuff like that. So like that is that is Shayna in this situation. And yeah. you're right. It it will bite her and it has in the past, but she's got her backup. She's got her title uh, and you can't argue with success. Yeah. I, I like the moment in this ring, this match, where Shayna was showing complete disrespect for Kai and her skills because Shayna's posture changed immediately. Like, she was having an offense against Kai, and then she realized, oh, like, I'm just going to win this really fast. So I'm going to toy with her. And she, like, hunches over. Um, her posture changed to be hunched over, kind of mocking Kai and making it look like she doesn't even have to take this seriously, and she starts, like, lazily kicking Kai in the face, you know, those little low kicks. Right. But then Kai does the Pele, like, the flip-over Pele kick on Shayna, and it totally changes the entire match because Kai got in her super kicks. She almost won the match, and then Shayna had to turn it around when she got just super upset. It's... Her opponent has to find, like, this this green area of when they catch Shayna off guard, but then they have to destroy Shayna, but don't take it too far because if you take your offense too far, then Shayna's going to get too mad and turn into a beast. So you have well, to like... And and in in that moment, Shayna can, uh, can counter and turn it around. Exactly. So, and that's what's happening so, every time. So you got to find... It's a very fine sure. point and no one's been able to find it except for Kyrie one time. So... They're almost getting it. I think you know who I think is going to do it. I think EO is going to do it. I think EO. Interesting. Okay. All right. I'm. I'm. See. I'm looking at. I'm still looking at Bianca and Lacey, like the next big thing oh, for the oh, man. division. So yeah. Gosh, Lacey and this is I'm crazy. I'm thinking about how to get them involved. It's crazy how stacked the women's roster is. It's just like. Every one of those women could be the title holder and you would not be, you would be okay with it, 100% okay with it. It's a good roster and they've yeah. done a good job building all those characters and talent. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Um, man. Oh, doesn't, yeah, okay. So they start beating down Kai at the end. So Shayna wins the match. And I was like, in my head, I kept thinking EO showed up, but I couldn't figure out why, but it's because they beat down Kai in the ring. And then Io shows up and just shows off a whole bunch of speed, almost like I'd say it rivaled Mendoza's uh, fluidity and speed in the ring. She did some bouncing off the ropes and stuff on her knees, and like she was just going real fast. She flipped, like she did that um, somersault or the backflip through uh, the horsewomen's attempted assault on her, and she like totally... yeah. And I want to I want to call out Marina Shafir Sh- and Jessamine Dukes. Yeah. Uh, 
they've this is the second time I think they've worn the shirts that say like let's play or and let's fight. I think uh huh. One of them says that. And that's that's like some made that's some intimidating uh, henchman shit right there. Oh God, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's They're like good at that. uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they might as well have that like like tattooed on their foreheads. <laughs> you know, they're yeah. just so intense. So uh, yeah, that was great. I think they're building to the moment where this will be a three on three match. Like we're finally going to see everyone wrestle, and that match is just going to be like huge. It's going to be wonderful. I, I guess it's going to be a takeover match because it's, I, be it's very, it's pretty rare big. that I'm like excited to see a three on three match, especially when one of the teams is like, like, uh, like hastily assembled. Like one yeah. seems to be yeah. like the good guy team seems to be, but, but not really like it makes sense that they would ally together against, yeah. uh, Shane and her friends. So well, and they're doing a good job of bringing EO's the three, the three horsewomen this. is, Maybe we should start calling them. Yeah, the horse, three horse women. Three, yeah, three quarters horse women. Um, but uh, yeah, I I am excited to see uh three on three. Yeah, six man tag, six woman tag. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we had oh man, I have so many notes on this <laughs> because it's yeah. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you go, but yeah, it was Tommaso's live promo, which was interrupted by Alistair Black, which was interrupted by Johnny Bronzongo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I hope all this makes sense. It was such a crazy moment. Um, so Champa comes out. He gives a promo. I still think he's got one of the best promos out there. He he never stumbles on his words. You feel like he's he means everything every time he opens his mouth. Um, but there were a couple things he does here. He, he wants the crowd to be with him. He's saying that now, where when he first started as champion, he was talking down to the crowd, uh, telling him he doesn't need them. But now he has the sense where he does need them again because he's got the title and he's got nothing else. To him, the title was everything. It's Now it's empty to him because it's not Johnny. And also, he doesn't have the crowd like he used to have when he had Johnny. So he wants the crowd to be with him again, and he's asking for that outwardly um okay so i thought that was really cool and kind of interesting on his character um and then well i don't know i i i want to interject a little bit because i go ahead i just heard that as like he is being antagonistic and and i don't know i i don't know if he really expects people to uh get behind him in a big way i think he might be deranged enough where he he is the champion. He feels like a crowd should be behind their champion. I think he's deranged enough to think that at this moment. I mean, he spends let's let's think about how he spends his time. I mean, he spends his time in holes. Uh alone. Yeah, spider spider holes, you're right. Yeah. You know, the deranged argument. I I wasn't thinking in that way. Yeah, I think that does that makes sense to me. He's a complete lunatic and he latches onto things now uh and his thing to latch on to now are two things, Gargano and this badass Gargano and wanting the crowd to be behind him again. Um, so then uh, Black comes out. He wants to challenge for the title because he's he has a right to it, which he does. Um, but then Gargano's like, it's not over. So Gargano comes out. This is really cool. This is the moment that was huge when Champa starts talking to Johnny. Now, this is like the first time... 
we've seen it on camera in the ring where Champa is actually talking to Johnny instead of backing away and going to hide. That's so, true. Yeah. And he's talking to him in a loving way, in a loving <laughs> way that a deranged Champa could do it, right? Because he says, I love it, not like it. I love it when Johnny Gargano, Johnny Wrestling, leaves Johnny Wrestling in the back and comes out as Johnny Badass. Use the word love, not like. So I thought that was yeah something to... I mean, it's a I word. Do, no, no. Th- there were all kinds of little hints. The yeah. nature of their relationship is still completely a mystery to us, but yeah. there there were things to to like sit and think about. Um, I thought, like, I was really looking at Johnny like, is he going to make any uh, response yeah. to... And he really was fixated on Aleister Black. He was, but he did make a response. His response was he went along with what Champa proposed. So if you really hate someone, why would you go along well, with what your enemy proposed? In this case, they have a common enemy. They have a common... They both want the same thing, which is they both want... Johnny wants another match with Black so that he can then take another step toward Champa. And then Black... Uh, wh- wait. What was I? Oh, and then Champa also <laughs> wants this match to happen, right? Because he wants these guys to kill each other. Oh, yeah. Before either of them have a chance at him. So Champa and Gargano have, they want the same thing to happen. I don't know that they have the same, I don't think they have the same motivation. You know, I don't know that Champa wants to have a match with Gargano. It right. seems to me that Gargano does want to have a match with Champa, though. So, oh, uh, 100, yeah. 100%. There are two ways to look at it. And one is really easy because all the evidence is there for a scared Champa. He holds the title like a baby still. He doesn't want to lose it. <laughs> yeah. He wants these two guys, like you said, to kill each other so he doesn't have to fight. He doesn't feel like he has to fight. Anytime someone do you think says... He's renting, do you think he's renting uh, spa- like storage space to Undisputed Era for them to film their <laughs> yeah. promos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably. He's like so. he's like a little uh he's like a little um slum lord of storage uh, units. Ha, yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Um yeah. But yeah, I, I I see it that way completely. I can totally understand if that's how they're gonna go about it, where Champa is just trying to be conniving and get these two guys to kill each other just so he could hold on to that title just a little bit longer without anyone trying to take it from him. I think or, there's no doubt that we were supposed to be thinking these thoughts when this was going on. We were supposed to be looking at Gargano and Ciampa and looking for any sign. We saw in Ciampa's eyes a reaction to what Gargano was doing and saying. Yes. But Gargano pretty much, I mean, he went along with the recommendation, yes. but almost as if it was just a voice from nowhere and from no one. He didn't respond to it as if it was his like greatest rival you know, right. who was no. making the statements. So this is it was smart just here. like he was completely fixated on Aleister Black, and that's crazy to me. I don't know if I buy it. I don't, I don't buy it either, because Gargano has a plan here too, which is to butter up Champa. So he's making Champa believe that Champa had a good suggestion. Like, he's going along with Champa because that's what champa wants and if champa gets what he wants he's going to have a positive feeling on that thing so he's already having positive feelings for gargano we saw that with what he said at the beginning when he said i love it when you're johnny badass he's even tweeted about being back together in those black and white photos you know like 
this is what I want. I want my, I want Gargano back is what he's saying with that photo, but in a bad way. And he's getting that. Gargano sure. is accepting that by going along with Champa's plan to fight in a cage with Black. I the think the fun part is though that like I think with Champa's character that it could it's totally conceivable that he's just he's just doing that stuff to stir up people and right. get a reaction. But there's and, clues and from both sides, which is just so smart. Yes. Like you, yeah, yeah, that's how they should keep do keep yeah. doing it for a while, especially when uh, they, you know, both of them have other things to attend to. Yeah. I think I, I would be surprised we don't get that triple threat that we were promised. Yeah. And ult- ultimately, this is the last thing I got from it was Gargano going along with it is slowly building to the fact that they, that he's going to maybe not help Champa in some way, but he is opening up the possibility of a dialogue because he's listening now. In the past, whenever Champa was in the ring, there was no listening. He wanted to fight him immediately. Champa didn't even want to talk to Gargano face to face. Right now, they were kind of talking and listening to each other. That openness for dialogue is there for both guys right now, and they both know that. And I think Gargano is his plan is still that Trojan horse. Like he's slowly letting Champa think that he is a badass mm. and he's willing to listen to Champa, which opens up the possibility of being a fake friend so he could take out Champa himself and throw him against the uh LED wall. I I, s- I I would not be surprised to see a triple threat like I mentioned. And then within that I wouldn't be surprised to see a fake friend spot where yeah <laughs> where, you know, it seems like Gargano uh is working with Champa and then he I would just see him as being the one who turns on Champa as being more likely uh, oh, that's, than the other way around. It's going to completely... Think about every match they've ever had, all right? Think about the ending spots. They always... It's always a... Uh, they go back and forth. So, like, Champa... What was it? Did he lose the first match against Gargano? It doesn't matter. The details there don't matter. But let's just say, remember when he pulled up the uh, outside of the ring mat... And Gargano ended up flipping that on Champa and taking out Champa, and then Champa wins the next match by doing the th- that thing to Gargano. So, like the very first thing that happens to these two guys, Champa turns on on Gargano. That's the flip that has not happened hey, between these guys. It, it very much has been, and I hate to use a cuss word, but tit for tat. You know, yes. it's just like <laughs> uh, back and forth with these two, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of like poetic. Uh, symmetry. So Gargano, but, um, could you say Gargano throwing Champa into the LED wall would be the ultimate tit? I, you know, I don't know. We'll, um, I'm content to, I'm content to, to sit on it. Okay. But I, right. I can see, have you got anything else you want to present as like, you know, important evidence? Yeah. The last thing I saw that I, I, it can't go unnoticed and we do kind of need to just say it was Champa took the Black Mass, which caught me off guard. I really didn't think, I don't know why I didn't think Alistair was going to do it, because he was in the perfect position for a Black Mass. Uh, he tried it on Johnny. Johnny uh, ducked out of the way and rolled out of the ring. Then he... Looking real devious, that Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Then he turned on... Wrestling. Uh, then Bla- a Black turned on Champa, did the Black Mass on Champa. Then the camera goes to Johnny 
to look at Johnny, and his reaction to Champa getting black masked with sh- was shifty eyes. Did you see shifty that? Shifty eyes. He was looking hey, left and right is... like he was worried, dude. I well, look. I mean, he didn't want that. He 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 saw himself in that. It looked like a he worried visualized. Friend. Yes, he's worrying about getting kicked in the head. Because the other know? thing that we sometimes talk about but don't always is that these two really do have a love for each other that is deep. Even though they kind of hate each other, they still love each other. I've and I seen know so that much feeling. more hate than love. But, you know, yeah. I, we've, we've often discussed about how there is a thin line there. And so, uh, you know, between love and hate. Here's the thing. The foundation was love. <laughs> the foundation wasn't like cool wrestling moves? <laughs> no, the foundation. How did they start? They started as best friends, brothers, and no, even... They, that you're you're skipping ahead. You got to go all the way back to when they were two completely separate competitors who were just kind of haphazardly put together into a tag team. On NXT that happened, or was it out before NXT? That was on NXT, yes. Oh. Well, see, I wasn't there when that happened. Yeah, well, I mean, I just mean that's the that's chapter one. You know, they, they came together, and then they became, they clicked. Yeah. They became, you know, they weren't. Well, that's the foundation. So, like, well, they just, built. Yeah, yeah. It, it's cool, though. I mean, it's a yeah. cool part of it, the fact that they were like, you know, they they weren't. They weren't a team that was featured like a team that was going to be something big. Yeah. And then they ended up being the biggest thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, even Kayfabe, they were... Champa was best man at... Like, in real life, but they bring it up in uh, in their wrestling story as an event where Champa was best man at Gargano's wedding and they lived together. Oh, sure. Like They talk about yeah. that as part of the wrestling story. So, right. like... That foundation, I'm still going to say the foundation was built on love. So, like, right, you can right. build hate on top of that. But when you tear down the hate, you tear down those buildings of hate, what's left is love, and that's where we're going to end up at some point, I think. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah. I uh, thought, yeah. We'll, we'll see. I, 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 am, I think I am really excited to see... A triple threat, but though I, I guess it will be this cage match. Yeah. Um that we'll see before that. But yeah. Uh it's good. I'm it's a good show. When is the cage is that cage match on regular TV? Is that just gonna be next week? It's I don't think it's next week. But okay. I don't know if I, I think that like Regal has to announce something. Oh yeah, know. yeah, Regal. Okay. Regal. That's I that's it. That's all I had on it. And I was just I get I so want to go see those shifty eyes you were talking about. I'll have to go check the tape. Yeah, go back. I mean, I could be looking into it, but again, like these guys have been so smart with their reactions and their word choices. Everything that they do is making sense to the story. I feel like they go home and they just spend the night together and they're like <laughs> how can we yeah i mean these are your top three this week right yeah i hate to be a spoiler yeah yeah champa gargano and black are my top three this week for sure yeah mendoza well, and i mean Umberto there are there so many great happen. Yeah. nxt wrestlers to choose from but um i guess sure i guess i'll go with uh i really liked all three of them as well because <laughs> yeah. like 
Alistair Black has his character has moved. Like we kind of we were wanting some movement. It's it's been a subtle shift, but really it was like he had a lid on everything, and now yeah. he's like rage. Yeah, rage man. Yep. Um, and uh, which it, it's working out. Well, yeah, but that's going to be his downfall because he, when he was at peak black and able to beat anybody without a problem, was when he was calm and collected, and that's his whole thing. That's he like true. sits in the ring all um, crisscross applesauce with no problem, and he. He works off the mistakes of others. Now people Gargano are making him make mistakes. Gargano is being unbelievably uh, just pestery to him, where it's yeah. just like, what are you doing? Uh, but yeah, it's he's getting under his skin. Yeah. And it's working. Yeah. Uh, it's his downfall, man. He's got no... He's not going to be on top again. I just don't see that at all. And I think that's perfect for this story for him. It just makes a lot of sense. Um. Anyway, I thought this was just good. such a good episode for story building for a lot of characters, and I cannot wait till next week. It's just that you you feel like this huge semi is about to collide with another semi, and you're just you can't wait to see the explosion. I just mm. is that your reaction when you see two two semis barreling toward <laughs> yeah. each other? You just you get your lawn chair out and your popcorn. Yeah, 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 I do. Because you I just have that can't much wait to time. see that collision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you do. You have a lot of time in advance. I know that you're a time bender. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wanted to mention, this has nothing to do with NXT. We're done with that. We're done yeah. with NXT. It has everything to do with NXT UK. Uh, just their production value, because we talked about it before. It's mm-hmm. like... At the new place they're they've filmed, uh, it's it's just a little, it's just a tad better. They've improved it a bit, and they're yeah. doing a thing with their depth of field on the uh, backstage interviews. I Ooh. wanted you to take a look at. Like the zoom is weird, where the zoom like uh, it, it focuses real harshly on one thing, but it looks kind of cool, kind of cinematic. Yeah, um, I'm a big fan of the shallow depth of field so if it makes sense that's what they're doing they're so they're like trying stuff yeah and i thought that was interesting oh i gotta watch that is that on the most recent one because it they definitely weren't doing that in the ones that i saw they looked like they were being shot in a (laughs) in some kind of little rinky dink office room Um, well it's yeah they've they've uh they're trying new stuff so yeah that would just check out the most recent episode okay yeah, yeah if you're interested yeah no that that sounds great to me I'm excited about more cinematic uh, shots. I, I'm all for that. Cool, man. Is that... You got anything? Well, who are your top three? No, you chose... You said the same thing. I Yeah, sure. Same thing. Why not? I'm, I, you know, it's all good. Yeah. This week. Well, we have uh, got stuff to look forward to. Thanks again for listening. Hey, I want to say, got to say it. Go to any day rose a n y d a y r o s e dot com slash anchor promo code anchor get fifteen percent off your um, your rose wine order. Uh, they come in eight packs. I think you get more than that, but uh, we're getting some. Eight I'm excited packs to, to try it out. Yeah. I I can't wait to give my expert opinion on it, and honestly, it looks good. Yeah, so. it it actually does, and I'm excited about. 
having that too. So we're going to have to drink and do an episode and do the watch party. So thank you for listening. I appreciate it. We'll see you next time. On next up, NXT, Knights. <laughs> I like the Knights.